I remember to push record. I only recorded one last week. I felt so bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, tonight we're going to be studying uh, the atonement through Jesus Christ, and these are going to be the second half. So the Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, Pearly Great Price Scriptures, and um, but anyway, what has changed with you all as you've studied the atonement uh, this time through? What scriptures have really struck uh, a chord with you and helped you uh, gain greater insight into Christ's atonement and its application, its um, long-reaching effects, and and all of that? Like, what what's new for you? Um, I think for me, the the biggest aha moment, which is kind of embarrassing to admit, I guess. Now, I mean, it seems like such a duh, <laughs> but that every time that it's mentioning reconciliation, it's always us being reconciled to the Father, not reconciled to Christ. It's through Christ that we have that that reconciliation possible, but it's always a reconciliation with the Father because we have uh, fallen from his presence, from his law and expectations. And so Christ is the mediator to help us get reconciled back to God. I don't know why, but I, I, I guess I just never really put that much thought or effort into it to, to really pull that, that connection out. Um, I always just kind of like assumed that the reconciliation was with deity in general or, you know, uh, reconciliation with Christ, but but it, the scriptures, both in the New Testament, Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, all make that very clear that the reconciliation is with God and um, through Christ. And so, I don't know, that was the one of the biggest aha moments to me of, hmm, Cameron, you should have known that, but <laughs> nevertheless, here you go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what has stood out to you guys as, as you were studying these these verses i really like the part mosiah i think it's oh yeah it's mosiah 13 28 uh -huh. that doesn't come by the law alone so like for me um like just keeping the laws and even keeping our ordinances we wouldn't we can't do it we that's not going to do it. And, and like, I love that. First of all, cause we can't do everything perfectly, but if we did, we would be, you know, it'd be counting all the steps again and doing everything perfectly again, trying to, to get back to heaven. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With him, we don't have to worry about the, you know, we just give it our best and take his name. But I also love the fact that, well, I hate competition. I hate, I hate any kind of competition. If I get competition, I'm just like, I'll just lose. I don't care. I don't, I don't like it. And so I don't, it, there's no competition. There's not winners or losers. It's just like, I love how we don't have, like, nobody's counting our steps and nobody, you know what I mean? I don't know. For some reason to me, when I read this, I was like, there's no competition in this. And it felt really like, I don't know. I've felt safe that I've never felt before. I don't know. I don't even know where I got that. But when I was reading it, I just felt like, oh, there's this isn't a competition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that because there's a lot of themes of like um, we're saved by by his grace versus the, the works here. And and a lot of that 
uh, kind of back and forth throughout all of these different verses here. But I had never really pulled in that, that competition aspect because that, especially with that Mosiah one right there, like that, that puts it so perfectly because sometimes we try to pit ourselves against each other saying, oh, well, do you think you have better odds of getting to heaven than I do kind of thing? It's, right. It's not a competition. <laughs> we're, we're all trying to get there. It's a, a cooperative game. It's not some sort of thing where we're trying to knock everyone off their, their pedestal. And I don't really even know what where I got that, but as I was reading this, I just felt just like this safety of, you know, just, I don't know. I just, like, he is... I love the sucker part too about him suckering his people. Yeah. So I love that part. And just I looked it up. It's a verb to help leave aid and strengthen, which we've already looked that up before, but I just love that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then it asks, how can we how can we use access, you know, his strength? And it was like, well, how much do we ask him to sucker us? You know, we try to do so much alone, like so many things, but just bearing by ourselves mm -hmm. instead of always turning to him to sucker us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but that's a common pitfall, at least of mine. <laughs> like, try to do everything yourself, and then once you fail, then call upon him for <laughs> right. the saving. But like, uh, having him all along the way and, and knowing that um, this is a a dual marriage though that yeah um in this together yeah yeah i love that i'm just hopping on a little late but um because we just finished our family zoom mm -hmm. um but i just want to share so um it's been really hard being up here and i haven't lived in snow since 2007 i grew up in houston and so driving in the snow is not my forte and um i have a little honda prius with no snow tires yet and we actually have a winter storm warning we're supposed to get like five to eight inches it started snowing last night and all morning today and i my friend from blackfoot was up they have a cabin up here by us and i went over last night and they were just so sweet and tender and I just felt so much love from Heavenly Father and just all these earthly angels. And today when I, I just, I didn't go to sleep till after two this morning, I woke up at 5.30 and then I fell back to sleep and woke up about just before my alarm went off at 8.30. And, um, you know, part of me was like, oh, I don't want to go to church. I'm too tired. And yet it seems like it's been a month since I've been and had the sacrament. So I didn't want to use the snow as an excuse not to go. So I, I did, I went, it took me like church is like 20 minutes away, but it took me 20 minutes just to get to the highway. And, um, cause the roads hadn't been plowed. And then once I got on the highway, it was clear. Um, and I got there just before church started and I sat on the front row and we have the doors in the chapel and I kept watching the snow and it was like I need to leave I really was looking forward to Relief Society because I haven't been to this Relief Society in a while just visiting my kids and stuff and and I was like am I making the choice to not to go home because of fear or is it the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and 
I'm, I'm talked to a lady and in the um, Relief Society presidency. And I said, Hey, I, I'm really excited about going to Relief Society. She's like, Oh, we're so happy you're here. And, and I said, I think I need to go home because I'm watching the snow. I have a Honda Prius with no snow tires. And, and she goes, yeah. And it really depends on if the roads are plowed and I go, they're not. And so I left and I took me a while to get home. And I was just second guessing at the whole way. And there's this little hill that I have to go up. And as I was going up it, some people were coming towards me. I kind of moved over and there was a car behind me and I just started to slide. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it up this hill. And my little dashboard put a sliding car, you know, yeah. thing on there. And I'm like, yeah, don't tell me that. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something I don't know, you know, <laughs> but it was almost just like this reassurance from heavenly father. Like you made the right decision to come home and don't worry, you know, about leaving, but I just, when you talk about heavenly father succoring you and helping, I just need to share that. Mm -hmm. So good. That we just have to recognize it. And it's just always so simple. Um, you know, I could have, I could have been really scared going up that hill and sliding and, um, but instead, you know, it's all how we look at it. Instead, I was just really grateful for like that acknowledgement that it was okay and you needed to come home. So anyways, I'm getting snow tires. Hopefully the snow is supposed to stop on Tuesday and I'm going to go down and get, go to the temple. I need to get a refill on some things. And, um, I want to, yeah, get some, and get some snow tires, go to the temple. And, um, and then it's supposed to come back home on Tuesday and then it's supposed to snow the whole rest of the week. Um, so anyway, got a shovel in my car now. <laughs> gotten stuck in my driveway and a shovel got me out last night I took the wrong road to my friend's house I don't know how I did that it's just that it was dark and then I was like oh wrong place and then I backed into a snowbank and I had to call them and they just pushed me out it wasn't a big deal and that's what I mean like I'm just thankful for earthly angels and just so simple just those simple blessings yeah I love that well, I mean, I don't love that you're <laughs> going through all these woes, but, but I, yeah, that he's always there watching out for us. And um, I love that that decision that that you made there, right? And because you're you're trying to say, is this out of fear or is this a prompting? Because sometimes promptings seem a little contrary. Uh, you know, like why would a prompting ever say go skip Relief Society versus? Uh, but but he's always there, constantly guiding us if if we pay the price to learn how to hear him and respond to those promptings and, and everything. And sacrament meeting was just amazing today. And so I got what I needed, right? I, my spirit was lifted and I was fed and yeah, it was really good. Mm -hmm. So okay. yeah. And then I got your text about tonight and we were done. We usually get done at eight. So this was awesome. Yep. So I get to join <laughs> you guys. And I actually, as I was thinking about earthly angels, I was thinking about all of you guys and how, you have blessed my life. And anyway, um, 
And then I have to share that I was up really late last night. I had to finish my class and I didn't get the teacher evaluation done and the school locks it. And I was like, that was so stupid. I should have done that first because he wasn't going to have a hard due date on the other, on the one other thing I was doing. And I texted him. He's a family friend, my teacher. And I said, I'm so sorry. Anyways, we got talking and I told him about book club and I told him what we've been studying and that we're now studying learn of me. Cause he said something about doing a topical guide study of Christ as the prophet asked. And then I said, well, I think we're studying. I think it's called learn of me. He goes, that's my friend. We're doing a project together. And I said, do you think she'd like coming to our book club? <laughs> he says, I'll ask her. I know she's really busy. And the project we have, we had to postpone because she's so busy, but I'll ask her. Mm -hmm. So, And I said, I totally get it if she's too busy, but we would, like I had already told him, we've been meeting since, you know, for two years now. and this is what we've studied and we would love to have her come. So I have my fingers crossed. <laughs> yep. Never hurts to ask. I know. I was like, if she wants to come one Tuesday night and then I was like, no, I'm not going to put a time on that. I'll just let her come when she can come. And so mm -hmm. and he said he'd ask her. I don't know. I kind of felt like he thought, well, we've postponed my things. Why should she jump in on yours? You know? <laughs> oh, we gotta share i guess yeah so anyways i'll let you know i didn't know that he knew her and mm -hmm. so anyway just kind of came up and he was still texting me at two you know just stuff like that and i was like why is he still up too but anyway so we'll see mm -hmm. but super fun i was thinking about the back to the suckering you know it's kind of i think sometimes we're like 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 a parent with a little child, like you say, you know how you get when your kids have a fever or they're really sick and they need medicine and you're trying to give them the medicine. They're like, no, and they won't take it. And you're shoving it down their throat and you're trying to get this medicine because you know they need it, you know, to break the fever or their cough or their croup or whatever. Like, and how many times are we like, no, Heavenly Father, I'm going to do this myself. <laughs> I don't need your medicine. <laughs> like we don't he has what we need but so like we all have to get to that like our thresholds are all different like i'll go to him pretty fast because i'm pretty wimpy like as soon as I have anxiety or i start feeling physical symptoms i'm like i need help i need help because i'm i'm you know i'm checking out i'm uncle uncle you know help i need help but like so many times we wait until it's like okay i've had a fever for three hours you know i'll take the medicine like mm -hmm. like instead of just instantly taking like going to him we wait for that fever we wait we you know a few more days we'll suffer and see if i can man up and do this myself like or, or we dictate to him what we want yeah like, <laughs> i want to give you the benadryl and you're like oh no I want the oh orange. no, I only want chewables. <laughs> yeah. Or I just want the orange juice. Don't give me that. You know, and and we just dictate what we want rather than no, that's not fun. I don't want that, you know. Mm -hmm. And I want I want it to end now. I don't want this other regiment you have, right? That's gonna give me the bigger benefit, but like I just think why don't we go to him faster? Why do we wait so long? pride it's pride i like i'm like that so much 
that I just think I can do this on my own. I don't need help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. What Elle posted in the chat here. She said, that's why this is my favorite meme is that God wants you to work hard. Uh, I'm sorry. God doesn't want you to work harder. He wants you to come to him sooner. Yeah. <laughs> if we could just do that, it would uh, solve so much heartache in the end. Yeah. Um, or sometimes he does tell us what to do and it's like, oh no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You're well, asking too much of me. <laughs> and the natural man in us, the natural part of us sometimes doesn't want to believe what he's telling us. Like I, my mom and dad, I've talked tons about my mom and dad, but they have, they're in a care center. They have a house here that I'm in charge of. And I have eight siblings that come and go from this house that I'm in charge of, which is quite an, a feat to take care of a house with a lot of people, you know, they're on vacation. They don't want to fix anything or, you know, they're all pretty good, but I've been, I've kind of tried to manage how many keys are out so I can keep track of when things are missing or broken or when things get left, whose is it, you know, and just have a little bit of order and they don't like order. They just all want to do it their way. They don't want order. They're fighting me. And then my my one brother who like is just an awesome guy. We get along great. And he made copies of the keys. And I was like, why'd you do that? I just had the whole house rekeyed. Why did you make, you know? And he's like, I'm going to have a, a, a copy of this house. It's, you know, I'm part ownership or whatever. I'm like, no, mom and dad are still here. You don't have ownership. But anyway. Um, so I just had conflict in my heart. Cause I was like, am I being prideful? Am I trying to be out of control? Am I trying, am I wrong? And in my heart, Heavenly Father kept saying, no, Kathy, you're good. But I kept listening to Satan saying, you're being, you're trying to be controlling. You're trying to be this. And you're, and I was like, I'm really not. I'm just trying to make it easy to help them. So when they come, the sheets are clean. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't have anything to benefit from it because I don't use the house. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, you're just doing it as a service. You're being a steward. Funny, Heavenly Father was trying to comfort me, but I kept hearing these doubtful things kept coming, keep mm -hmm. coming. And I kept trying to focus on, no, this is, this is, you know, that, that Heavenly Father's trying to tell me and comfort me. And then my brother did bring the key and he said, I'm sorry, I don't want to fight with you. Here's the keys. And I just, and it was weird because this is peaceful. When he brought me the keys, this is peaceful feeling came over me. And I just said, everything's going to be okay. And you know what? I don't even know where that came from, but all of a sudden I felt all the conflict in his life has nothing to do with me. Hmm. I just felt, I just, it just, I just came over me. I said, everything's going to be okay. And that we, he gave me a hug and it was fine. But all like for three days while they're vacationing, I'm over here just going, oh, <laughs> and I'm just like, because I don't like to not get along with people that I can deal with. I can deal with financial issues. I can deal with lots of issues, but I don't deal with conflict with people. It just stresses me out. Yeah. But, you know, Heavenly Father was trying so hard, but it's hard to listen to his voice when you all saw the adversary talking in this year, like, you know, mm -hmm. He was trying so hard, but how do you get the other, how do you get the other loud noises out? You know, Yeah. I, I could really feel him trying to help me, 
I could really, cause when I was praying, I felt calm. I felt fine. But when you get going in life, then you hear those na 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 in your other ear, you know? Yeah. And that's just really like a spiritual gift. It's, it's something that we have to kind of work at to, to receive so that those don't dominate our lives and get us worked up all the time. Right. Um, right. That's so prevalent. I mean, he, <laughs> the adversary is constantly trying to, to nitpick and, and get us to, to go down the stressful uh, road and in still small voices is there to, <laughs> to guide us and, and bring and, us. And I think as long as we keep checking in and asking Heavenly Father for help and asking for Christ to succor us, it's okay to just kind of suffer a little bit, right? It's okay to suffer. We're okay. We're going to learn by suffering, whatever we have to suffer. There's a reason just kind of like taking the Benadryl we don't want, right? Alethea. Mm -hmm. But I guess as long as we keep trying to be suckered, right? Mm -hmm. I think it just goes back to what president Nelson told us to hear him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also makes me think of when he talked about repentance and medishaweo, or and I'm not saying it correctly, probably, but he talked, he said, even to do with our breathing. And I just learned something new about breathing. I thought, oh, it's just, you know, you learn how to breathe, hold your breath. But they said it actually calms your parasympathetic nervous system yeah, yeah. and yeah. part of your brain. It will calm your brain by doing that. So I thought that helps to calm us so that we can hear the spirit better. So there really is a scientific reason why mm -hmm. you do this breathing. It's not just because, oh, well, it's good for you. It does actually does something to your body, which I didn't realize that. Yeah, I love it. Like ever since that talk, I've really been trying to focus on breathing. I, you know, I, <laughs> I'm not saying all the time, but like pretty frequently. Um, but anyway, I really love like the, the Wim Hof exercise of, of breathing. It has kind of like a, a timed structure to kind of get into it until you learn how to do it on your own kind of a thing. But anyway, it, it really does. It releases so much. What was, just um, what, what is it? My family needs it terrible. What is it? <laughs> um, Wim Hof. Let me YouTube it, find a, a good link for you. Square breathing, like, um. It's like where you hold your breath and, and release it at, at certain intervals. And yeah, yeah. there's a lot of time. I've not heard of that one, but I know there's lots of you breathe in through your, is it through your nose and, nose and for so long and then you hold it and then you breathe out through your mouth and you do it five to 10 times. Different people have different, I haven't heard of the one Cameron's talking about, but they're all similar. But when you get stressed, it helps because I was stressed last week and I thought, Okay, I'm going to try this. I was getting a headache and getting all tense. And I was like, and it actually worked. It uh -huh. actually really works because it just, you kind of forget that and you have to concentrate on the breathing and it's just, oh, okay. YouTube video. Awesome. I kind of hold my breath too when I'm upset, like uptight or upset like I was. So I, I do the same thing. I think everybody does. I think that's a natural response. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do a fun scripture study with it, study out, do a word study on the word nose, and especially when it's uh, associated with breathing through the nose, um, there's there's a lot of scriptures that help clarify that principle. 
when you say the no study, where do you find, like you, you're talking the Bible dictionary or Uh topical guide? Yeah, just do a search for, for no's and, um, any of those, because there's a lot that have to do with anger, right? Like no's is always a a symbol for, for anger, but uh, well, put that around. Anger is always through the nose. So, um, but nose can have a different connotation and the breath of life and the, yeah. the, the metanoeo repentance process. And so um, look for nose. And then um, when you're doing that search, look for anything that says breathing in with it. And you'll find that it, it, it there's a, an interesting pattern of uh, of doctrine that that the lord has laid out to, to help us with our breathing and and repentance through that breathing that um as we've taken in bad energy or oxygen that that breathing can be an actual repentance for the even the air we breathe kind of a thing so when you say you do a word search do you do it in the topical guide or do you do it in like bible hub or i i do it everywhere um like on that one i think that one was just through the gospel library app i just used the magnifying glass and typed in nose um that i mean it's probably been three or four months ago that i did that but um uh, you know and and the church's (laughs) search feature isn't the the greatest but um that's where I typically go because it's going to be more encompassing with um, all of the canon of scripture. Um, and, and a lot of it does come from uh, restoration of scripture, the, the nose and the breathing. Um, although there, there is a lot in Old Testament too. Um, you guys were saying something that reminded me of like how we want to do it our way. And I loved Jonah. I actually listened to a couple of videos, but by far my favorite was Latter-day Media with the Pickerings this week. And I had planned to come home and watch it with my scriptures because it was that good. But then I fell asleep. So I'm going to do it tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't even realize because I didn't even finish the first part. But I loved it so much. Like, I can't recommend that one enough about how unwilling Jonah was he like we just hear the whale story and then he went to Tarshi or Nineveh and and everybody converted you know and and became righteous and that's like all you ever hear but he was like the most unwilling missionary he did not just even after he even after he came out of the whale um all we have that he preached was you guys have this, what was it? 40, 40 days to repent. No other words came from him. Is that really all he told the people? But it was interesting because they also, cause I had watched the other videos and they had said that it's a satire. It's like an allegory, a parable. He wasn't a real person. The Pickerings go, no, he was real because when you look, they didn't give the scripture, but they said, Christ quoted from Jonah Mm -hmm. and Christ would not quote the words of a fake person. And Mm -hmm. so they say, and then they also had two stories from the 1800s of two men that were swallowed by fish and came out alive. But the interesting thing was they were bleached white the rest of their lives, both men. And then they went in and said that 
the people of Nineveh, when he when he got there, you know, I don't know if he fish landed and then he came out and they saw him come out of the fish. I don't know. But that during that time, they had been worshiping Dagon or something like that, who is the fish god. So then he came out of this fish while they're worshiping the fish god, white. And I'm wondering, they didn't say this, but was this like a sign to them? And that's why mm-hmm. they they um, changed their ways. But I just thought how unwilling of a missionary he was. He was like an unwilling prophet. And yet the Lord still used him. And I just, that gives me hope that even when I don't do things the right way or follow what the Lord wants, and sometimes it's a little painful, but he always use, like, I can still be useful to the Lord, even in my rebellion. Mm -hmm. I had to teach that today in young women's and I've been studying it for the last three weeks, just over and over. And I went so many different directions in it. So I really wasn't positive even where I was going to go once I started class today. And, you know, because there's, you know, you think about there's mission in in for young women that said to go with the missionary theme of it. But I just didn't feel that's not where it was leading me, you know, to go there. And I I started talking and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, we only have like what six girls in my young women. So I was like, we're going to break up. We only have four chapters. We're going to read this out. And I want you guys to somebody write on the board. And when we have words that repeat themselves, I want you to write it up there and then put a check mark next to each one of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was, and a lot of people had, I mean, the other leaders had already had their mind made up that a lot of different things, you know, but in as we come around to it you know it was like pointing out that there was how many times turns in there how many times going down in the sea and down and and prophesying and I mean it was just and that you know that he he he, um when the words that he does say to the Ninevites is telling them exactly what Christ said when they were coming out of Exodus was I am a kind god you know so that's why he didn't want to go there you're just going to forgive him anyway no big deal and i says you know i what are we seeing what's this pattern here you know that how many times are we like this to other people how many times do we think oh it's all good you know they're ba- they're worse than they're so much worse than i i don't really want them to and that, that one took me i didn't expect to quite go there you know and that but I says, and they kind of just looked at me. Well, we, we don't really, sometimes we think that. And I said, I'll be the first to admit I do. I've thought that before, you know, (laughs) I'm a, I'm a human. I sometimes, yeah, they're a whole lot worse than I am and glad I'm not doing quite that bad or, you know, and I says, and we can't do that. And I says, and yeah, we, we're being told to, you know, go and teach them and, help them I says but first we got and this is where it took me I totally I flipped it on me it was like first we gotta love him he did not even like them he wanted to avoid them he wanted to go as far as he could get away from them to avoid you know the 
the voice of the presence of the Lord and everything else. And you can't hide from it. I says, but look how many chances he gave them. And then I used my own experience. I just says, you know, I, I will tell you, I can testify a hundred percent. He is a God that will work with you. And cause there's many times he should have washed his hands and said, see you later, babe. We're done. You know, I and felt I said, like he was a racist prophet. These people well, aren't worthy of you. Like, you know, no, they're was, lower than the dust. Like he was this racist. Yeah, judgment, judgmental. Yes. And, you know, right now we've, we've in these last couple of years, we've turned so judgmental on every little teeny thing. You know, you can't. And I says, you guys with the contention that goes on, I think that's a lot of it too. But we got to love one another. We got to care about them. Then you can convert but you can't even do any of that until you can at least let go let your guard down and care about those people and you know as they were walking out the the young women's president came in she's like so how was known uh jonah you know another class we could hear him laughing and stuff and the other two leaders that were in there says i learned some new stuff about jonah i was like well then i was meant to go there because but it it went I went in a total you know with that of first we gotta you know own up and realize ourselves do a check with ourselves where we're at and be able to listen to them whisperings that we're being told mm -hmm. and follow them and care about others we got to care about ourselves also and know that he's gonna forgive us he gave he forgave Jonah also when he was in the belly of the well, you know, they forgive him too. When he hadn't done what he said and says, I will obey, even though it was half-heartedly, he did, you know, he did want him to die. He wanted him to be gone. And so, and then the biggest was the very end of chapter four, the very last verse leaves you with a question. And I says that, and that's the only scripture, anything in scriptures that ends in a question. Anywhere, I says, so that to me tells me that we all have some inner thinking that we need to do on all of this. Mm -hmm. the, and that was the thing. Uh, Cameron, did you watch the Pickerings? I didn't watch it. I was, I saw it, but I never was able to, I started, but I, yeah. It I was had so good. There's so many scripture links, but you mentioned about going down. It mentions going down seven times. Yeah, and and talk, talk about turn. How many times it says turn yes. in there? Also, but they, he, they didn't. They didn't talk about I. Well, she does link a lot to Isaiah, but it just made me think of Isaiah decoded going down. You know that the, they were on this going down seven times, ascending seven times. Mm -hmm. And so I had wanted to tell you guys about that because and turn and overturn and turn again overturn yes turn 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 and it's like okay what are we being told to do turn and change and you know what is another word you know word well, for overturned they said overturned is what we see happen in the last days it's the first will be last and the last will be first you know what i thought Everything's that was turned over and and in that quote that i think it's in matthew 16 or 14 i can't remember which one it is where yeah, it is quoted that, you know, Christ said, you know, when is the son of, uh, what's the sign of the son of man? And he says, it's Jonah. And, you know, it's like, okay, there's two thoughts on that. Is it going to be that, you know, there's, I know in their time they had, 
their Pharisees and all that were not doing the right thing? Or is it going to be like we've said, the, the what's good will be bad and what's bad will be good? Or will it be the first will be last and the last will be first? Because it was he was a, a Jew and he was preaching to the Gentiles and the Ninevites were Gentiles. You know, it's like there's so many connections that's in that that my mind went just all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked what um, Elle posted here in the, the chat too. That um, so this is from uh, Brother Brock, I guess. Um, that Jonah was reluctant to accept a mission in Nineveh because he believed they did not deserve God's mercy. So, like when you're a prophet or someone called to to preach to somebody and they are impaling the prophets uh, upon large sticks and, and putting them out in front of people to see and making large spectacles of things. I, I can't say that I would feel any different. Like, um, yeah, God's mercy probably shouldn't be applied to them, at least in this state kind of a thing. But um, it, it's interesting how the law of sacrifice is given to us so that we sacrifice even our own lives and um, like, I think one of the, the great archetypes or uh, opposites, I guess, would be um, like Ammon, right? When he has such a love for the people, he's going into enemy territory with the, the Lamanites, right? Like, he could easily get killed. And that's just fine with him. He's going there to serve. And so, um, first thing, he's tied up and bound and brought before the king and, and all this. But um, uh, kind of doing a, a study on Ammon versus Jonah and that they're both used as very great archetypes for the, the savior in kind of different approaches and, and how they lived the law of sacrifice and how that comes to fruition in, in different paths kind of a thing. I, I love that. Um, uh, well, in the next chapter, Nahum or Nahum or whatever, mm -hmm. it connects Jonah in there also because when he goes and prophesies, they're not saved and, yeah so it's 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 kind of it, it was pretty interesting this the dive i've got so many notes and so many that like i said i was all over the place with the ideas that was hitting me and it was just there was so many oh, ways no, no, no. the ideas weren't hitting you the holy ghost was teaching you there there you go <laughs> and it was it was like slamming me all over the place it's like whoa this is everywhere so it was, it, it was really, like that it was way cool just to i mean i couldn't keep up with the thoughts and then i back and forth and back and forth and all over the place so it was it was really i learned a ton and i learned we all need to rethink where we're at and yeah. you know who's brother brock that you said in this that i don't know um because didn't you say that the the link was coming up oh yeah, i did i clicked on it and it went to a 404 page not found yeah there. i'm looking for it it was from 2019 or 18. Uh -huh. um so i'm trying to find if it's still there i have the whole thing copied but um that i just copied the title part so i'm looking for it to find the new link see if i can see if it's still there he yeah. does um he did gospel doctrine. He does come follow me. It's like a blog that he does. So I'll look, I'm looking for it. I got to say something before I forget. 
I got to tell you something before I forget, because I'll forget. Of course, Cameron, coming, right away. <laughs> this coming Saturday with my ward, our, well, our state, Elder Christofferson is going to be here for the youth on Saturday, speaking oh, to our, the youth. And then he is going to be that Sunday. They're doing a special state conference. And he's, he's speaking. My, my church that I go to is the steakhouse. So they're going to let us go. But all the other people, they're going to be broadcasting it to their churches. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's so fun. Make some good notes and share. <laughs> that's, yeah, I plan on it. I had to tell you that before I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So I did a word search on his entire website, and there was only one mention of, of Jonah on there. And it's on this uh, page that I uh, linked in the, the bio, and it comes up with a link to a YouTube video. So if anybody wants to, to go there and, and look that up, I, I don't know if it's the same as what he was quoting there. Uh, because what you shared was like a PDF, but that PDF just isn't there. Maybe if we go on the, the Wayback Time Machine or something, we might be able to find it. But Anyway, I'll keep an eye out and see if I can find it. <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah. The way back time machine. Use it multiple times a day. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I think it's just called the way back machine. Let me see. Yeah. Way back machine. It's an internet oh. archive tool. So like, for example, if <laughs> I might as well do it with y'all. <laughs> so on the, the way back machine, if you go there and, um, for example, this PDF link that Elle shared, mm -hmm. if you put it on there and click browse history, <laughs> people watching this after are going to be like, what the heck are we doing there? Um, so it hasn't archived that one. So yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. With PDFs, it's a little bit more spotty. But if you were to, to look at a website just in general, you can see so things that you take off the internet will still be archived in the Wayback machine is that yes. what oh is that if, what it is if the site was crawled um it'll be on there so like the the bots that like amazon or anybody else has google has lots of bots and stuff that they just crawl and they're basically just taking screenshots of your website or uh you know, huh. snapshots of it kind of a thing. And if any of the bots do it, it'll be on the Wayback Machine. Hmm, that's cool. But anyway, so I, I go there a lot to, to find like articles that just aren't there anymore or are listed under a different name or like they renamed the article or something like that. So I, I go on that site like constantly. That's put the whole thing in because that's what I had copied in my on my oh, notes. Thank you. So I guess it's not available anymore. I couldn't find it either. <laughs> yeah, I love I'm gonna, oh, thank you. I'm going to read through that later. I, love I don't that. know if it was on Facebook or it was just on his blog. I think he had a Facebook group for a while. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. but he might not now. You hate it when you find stuff and then you can't again. I <laughs> know <laughs> that's why I copy it sometimes when I see it because it does disappear. I'll do the same thing and then it's like, what did I copy this one for? <laughs> and I have to look back through all my little notes. Yeah. Okay. So I did find a, a, a different example that will work, but <laughs> let me pull that up really quick. Um, because it's going to bug me that you just think that this thing doesn't work. But um, so. <laughs> Back in high school, I had a scrapbooking website, and I mean, it's long gone. Uh, I called it modbooking.com. 
And so you pull it up and you can see that it was back in like 2007 when it was first created. And then you go down to the calendar and you can see a snapshot taken on July 1st, 2007. So you can click on that and it will take you to, um, it's not gonna have all of the images saved or any of the formatting, but the text will still be there. And so um, like here you can see like my shipping rates and, and different things that I had on the, the thing. You can see the different categories of, of paper and everything, but it's not gonna save all the images, but it will save all the text for the most part. That's cool. But yeah. I was trying to think of like a really old website. <laughs> I had to get off for a minute. What are we talking about? <laughs> we diverted big time. <laughs> Where are we, you guys? I got one little logo. It's my brother, sorry. We're on the so, time machine. Yeah, we're in a time machine and it just happened. <laughs> right before you came on, I said, anybody that watches this after is going to be so confused. But um, So Elle shared a link, but the link came up with a 404 error. And so I was going over to, to the uh, Wayback Machine, which is like an internet archive of like old websites and, and seeing if that, oh. that link that she shared was on there. Um, but it wasn't. Um, but I was, anyway, we were just showing how the Wayback Machine worked. <laughs> Oh, you are like brilliant with computers. I can't even I can't even find the topical guide very easy. I'm so I hear you Kathy. stuff. I can't find stuff. I look I look through Bible Hub and it won't pull down what I want it to pull down. But yeah. I do almost everything on my phone. I don't like using my laptop, so mm -hmm. yeah. I've been using Bible Hub and I've been loving it. So thank you. I've been using it in my old testament class. <laughs> yeah. I uh this is so off topic i'm so sorry i'm taking this on lots of different tangents but um like last week i, I told you i kind of splurged and, and and bought myself the the logos oh yeah subscription or whatever it is like bible hub but like times ten thousand. like it has so many fun tools and, and things on there oh my goodness what's I mean, it called I, logos yeah logos.com or it's pronounced logos um in the the greek but uh logos is is how you would spell it um it, why is it a monthly prescription or subscription prescription. or what is it i like prescription better because you need it <laughs> i i don't want to say yourself it's not a prescription sorry you know it, it's a, a one-time investment but it's like 800 bucks <laughs> and so i mean it's, wow. it's a one, but... good thing you're single cameron <laughs> <laughs> No one can get after you. Eight hundred dollars on a set of scriptures, awesome. <laughs> but well, yeah. anyway, yeah. Cool. But it, it is so fun. I've done so many different fun word studies and, and things. Um, again, this is way off topic. <laughs> um, so they have different packages for for the logos, and um, you know they obviously all hate Mormons. So their, um, their packages are like Methodist background or Baptist, and you got to choose one of those, or you can choose the generic one, which just doesn't have as much in it. Um, so I did a lot of research and thinking what I might want out of the different packages. And the one that was like, as soon as I seen it, I was like, that's it. Um, but a Messianic Jew, that yep. the Messianic wow. Jewish package, yep. it was like, it was perfect. It has all of these like rabbi sources and things. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it was like the best purchase I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, they're fun to listen to. They're, a lot of their beliefs are really similar to ours. Yeah, I, exactly. There is so much fun stuff in there. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry for, for taking that <laughs> random tangent. We've cool. went on lots of different things, but um, one thing that I was also going to bring up with the atonement study was just how often it's talking about the blood and, and the cross and kind of distinguishing between the two and, and how the different parts work together and everything. Um, I've been taking John Hilton's class on uh, considering the cross, the one that he teaches at BYU, and oh my goodness, it's so good. And and so we're, we're taking it and studying it with... Um, you know, different conference talks, much like Holland's last talk. And because I think Holland was misinterpreted a lot in what he said. Um, yeah, some, some people I got it just fine, cool. but some people are like, oh, no, so we should abhor the cross just like uh, some of he us. He didn't have say that, though. That's not what no. he said. Exactly. So taking a, a real look at what he said. And anyway, lots of John Hilton's like research and, and the books and articles and things. It, it has been transformational like if anybody um he just has like all of the pdfs and slides and stuff on his website if anybody's interested in it um and then uh, of course i've i've bought lots of the books that he recommends but it has been so good to to really have more of an inner faith look at christ and the cross rather than sometimes our little bit myopic view as as latter-day saints um we <laughs> we just tend to steer away from the cross so much in in our language and, and in our thought and stuff. And so it's, it's been such a fun class to do and then come to this topical guide study and really look at the cross and the blood and, and all of the important elements of the atonement that was wrought for us and on our behalf. Like, oh man, it's been such it's a- It's been really interesting because I, I wear that little teeny cross. It's really little. I've gotten some rude comments. Oh, yeah, I bet. I've had people kind of shame me. And like, why are you wearing that? And I said, it's personal. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to account yeah. to anybody. No. And if if that's what I want to do, there's nothing in the... I can't believe how people act. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing how unchristian we can be. It's the same way with the vaccine. And it's the same way, like... Yeah. With the prophet. I mean, there's just so... Like, Elder Holland's talk to the... Yeah. I mean, there's so many, and I just look at these webs, these Facebook groups, and I'm like, you guys are members of the church. And I know. You are so judgmental and so shaming. I know. Shaming. Do you know where I find it the most is in family search groups. <laughs> the oh, most no, un unkind I people are, are family search are, users sometimes. I have to agree with you on that. I'm just there trying to be a peacemaker, like, hey, guys, let's get along. <laughs> let's talk about our ancestors. I'm still stuck on camera and taking this class. Are you taking like, is it a BYU continuing ed class? Like what it, or is it? So he taught the class once and put all of his material slides and everything oh. on his website. So. So let what's the website? Let me show you because it's funny. <laughs> he was on that um, John, by the way, and, and Hank Smith. I love him. Yes, yeah, he's and so he good. talked about and he talked about his classes, and I was always going to look into it, and that's as far as I got with it because I thought it sounded interesting, but I didn't get any further with it. So, sorry, that's going to have a glare. 
But anyway, so this is his syllabus and all of the reading material that goes along with the class. I printed it wow. off. It, it's like a huge ream of paper. But then he he says, if you're interested for further reading, like oh my gosh, some fun books. <laughs> and so I haven't read those. Don't worry that I'm trying to be too yet. Sick. But I've yet. been <laughs> yeah yet. But I've been going through this syllabus and reading all of these different talks. And all of the talks are, well, there's two from, from our faith tradition, but most of them are just um, Christian-based um, looks at uh, the cross and just kind of... Do you feel like it's worth the money to print it all out? Has it been awesome? Or? For me, because that's exactly what I was wanting to study at the time, absolutely. So, I mean, it, I think it's probably a good ream of paper to, to print it out. So what's the, what's the website? Um, I think it's just johnhiltonthe3rd.com. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, Cameron, can you just baby feed us? It's just like a baby food. Baby food. <laughs> Y'all could keep up. We could do a book club on it too. No, I'm just so <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I would love it. <laughs> but here's a, a link specifically to the crucifixion course. And so this course was taught at BYU. It's cleared correlation. It, it's all um, good stuff. But anyway, um, the syllabus that you'll find in there is laid out. I think it even shows that it was taught in like 2019 or something. I can't remember. Oh no, 2020. So there's a cost to this, Cameron? Uh, just to print it if you want it. But um, oh, okay, but I, I'm not actually taking it with anyone or or anything. It's just all of his slides and everything he put online, and I just printed well, those out. Well, I just found his book, an e-book of his book oh, that he yeah. did about the cross. Yeah, considering so, the cross, that one yeah. so was good. foundational. I mean, that it one was changed so good. a lot of things with me. Like it was so good. Yeah, so, I wanted to buy it, but I found the e-copy, so I was like, okay. Like can you put the link out in the in the chat yeah what's the book um I, the cross. it's on desert oh. book it, i listened to audio on desert book yeah oh I, it is uh, okay yeah. i can go there consider the cross okay oh i have yeah, yeah here's a link to the book really quick on amazon um so if you have taken his class and you're comparing it to his book considering the cross I mean, he approaches it almost the exact same way, but um, this one has all of the extra readings included in it versus the, the book that just puts it as a footnote and says, go look it up kind of a thing. His class has all of it on there and presented a lot better. So, so I mean, if you're looking at a condensed version of it, just read his book. His book is the Reader's Digest of it, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was a really good book. But yeah, coming off of that and, and coming into the atonement study this week is like, oh man, this stuff is so good. But sometimes it's it's a little shocking how to, to look at other Christian faith traditions and looking at our own and going, we're missing the boat on so many things. Mm. Yeah. And it's not because it's not there. It, it, it's been there all along. It's just that it's something that you need to wrestle with and, and need to study and put forth effort into and a lot 
of the the past few generations have been very lazy <laughs> learners and so we just kind of get the milk version versus the the meat that so many other faiths have and anyway so um when when the lord uh, commissions us to search ye out of the best books i tell you what some of these christian authors have got so much profound wisdom in the cross and the atonement that uh, we can greatly benefit i think it's more than that with members of the church i think we have just shut our doors and our like our minds to anything that isn't church related mm -hmm. and so we're just like oh no that's evil that's you know all these church are wicked we have the truth and i mm -hmm. think we just really hinder ourselves that way Mm -hmm. Yeah, that came up in our oh, gospel great. doctrine, come follow me class. Uh -huh. Somebody had commented that we need to open our minds and read all kinds of stuff, not just the ensign and stuff printed by Deseret books. <laughs> oh my gosh, you should have heard people just go crazy. And it was at the end of the class and the teacher says, well, it's making the spirit leave. We need to get off this. But everybody oh, just, it. oh my gosh, the poor guy was just like, they just, what were they oh. saying that you should, that you should only read that they're saying, no, that he was saying that we need to open our minds and find truth ev everywhere. You know, we can find it and learn more than well, just it says to read of the best of books. It, that's right. And people were like, well, no, we are supposed to just read the, the, the liahona and the conference talks and stuff from deseret we can't read that other stuff people mm -hmm. just had absolute conniption fit it just blew the gospel doctrine class up i was like I oh was my gosh i've been surprised by how many <laughs> up in in higher positions other positions in my ward that had never even read the old testament that i was like huh that just it was shocking to me like yeah we, i've never read that like oh okay <laughs> all righty then yeah. it's interesting because it does take a lot of time right i mean to, to study even our own stuff it takes a lot of time let alone being ready to to go and wade through other uh truths and and, and things out there but but yeah it it really does come down to how much time are you willing to sacrifice to the lord and and going to the Lord with that in mind and saying, and working your study schedule out with him, because he knows exactly what you need and how to help you in, in whatever ways. But, um, you yeah. know, that, that Tim, whatever his name is with the Bible project that you've. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Used, um, Tim Mackey. I, yeah. I have listened to some of his sermons and some of his, you know, teaching others. And he is, that man is brilliant. Amazing he is he's totally I mean, going to celestial kingdom wow he is phenomenal to listen well, okay to now i feel left out i don't know what you're talking about yeah, me neither yeah you know the the bible project videos that i share sometimes like the illustrated um oh like, yeah you know, like with isaiah or whatever yeah the guy the voice behind those um so you can go watch any of his like sermons and, and things um brilliant oh my gosh the pickerings used that for jonah oh yeah okay yeah they yeah yeah they used it and they said this was so good you need to watch What's it name? uh tim mackie mackie yeah M mackie i don't i don't know how you saw i just knew it was tim it started with am i wasn't sure <laughs> but he, he little small kind of little blonde hair deal where 
beanie sometimes, but he, he <laughs> even will teach a lot of, of the, he does a lot of teachings for the, the congregation to, for other pastors or whatever they are. I don't know what they call them and does big teachings for them. And oh my gosh, they're just amazing. He is, that man is so, so knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. This isn't, this is just like some YouTube group that, uh, has compiled a lot of his videos and stuff. So that's not like an official one or anything, but um, it's one that I, I subscribe to and go to all the time. Um, but thank you. some of the best like love, repentance, forgiveness and stuff have come, like my greatest insights have come from some of his um, insights and sermons and then like cross uh, referencing those with, with general conference talks. And anyway, I, yeah, Tim Mackey's one of my my go-to. He he did a a training with some of them on uh, Ezra Nehemiah. Oh my gosh, his oh. Ezra Nehemiah video is was that unreal? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and it was like what I can't remember how many series okay, there were four like or five. I'm I, having a lot of FOMO right now. Sorry. I know. I know. He, that one was an eyeless. I listened to that and then I did it again because I was like, oh my gosh, I know I missed so much in this. It was amazing. Yeah, it's like four. Yeah. It cut out for me. You said it was like four hours? Yeah. But it is amazing. Okay, thank you. Here's a link to it. Yeah. He has <laughs> I a revelation. It up and I had to mute myself. What he has a revelation one. I mean, he just... Everyone I watched, I have been so impressed by. So, so impressed. You put two YouTube videos. What's the other one? So the the first one is just a, a YouTube channel that has compiled a lot of his different sermons and stuff. The second one is specifically his Ezra Nehemiah video. That's okay. like four hours long. Well, oh. I know what I'm going to No, I got to do my can we all just like buy a compound and live together and study together every day like we just no kidding. <laughs> i was gonna tell you guys anybody that wants to come up to visit i have four extra bedrooms <laughs> well i have three and i have six acres of ground so if you have a trailer just haul it up here we'll hook everything up and work I have, I have four extra bedrooms three bathrooms kitchen i got a gas thermostat fireplace and then on the other side i've got a wood-burning stove with an oven so i'm prepared i do have wood <laughs> uh, our fridge is small but this time of year we use the garage or the snow i yeah. just bought a generator off amazon today for black friday deals so it's for you i'm back in texas but not here I actually, I think that our, I'm pretty sure because we took off all the siding and everything and had the chimney done with rock instead of siding, it's a real chimney, but it's just a gas fireplace with a thermostat, you know, attached to the thermostat. And mm -hmm. I really, really want to get as a backup, uh, a gasifier or, uh, Shoot, what's the other word? I'll think of it in a minute. Heater. What's the fire. Well, it's um shoot, what's it called? You can like they have little ones you can just put little twigs in and it burns. Oh, yeah. A rocket. A rocket oh. stove. Oh, okay. gotcha. Yeah, a rocket stove. They also call it a gasifier, but 
I want to get one that heats the house so that we can heat the main house if we ever don't have gas or electricity. Because I also have electric wall heaters, but I just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Having all the options. Yeah, I would call it that. And that's why when we got the wood-burning stove, we added a garage and up above it is another bedroom, bathroom, and like a family room with a little kitchenette, no stove, just a fridge and a sink and cabinets and a counter. And and I wanted the wood-burning stove. We actually had one in Blackfoot with the oven. It's called the Bicentennial Stove. And actually a guy in Blackfoot had made them and he doesn't make them anymore. And the um, guy doing, I don't know what he was doing, but I don't know if it was the heating guy or what, but he found one and asked, it's way too big for that size of room. But, you know, then I guess it means we just use less wood, but I wanted it with an oven. And there was a day where we didn't have electricity and we had made pizza and we just took the, or we came home with a pizza and we got home and there was no electricity. So we just put it in the wood burning stove in the oven. But the thing that kind of is nice is that part of the house. I mean, it is attached there's a, a secret door in one of our bedrooms that you go through a hallway and get over there, or you go in the garage and go up some stairs. So it's attached, but it's separate. So if you have the wood burning stove over there, you're not heating the rest of the house over here. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized that that's brilliant because that's a summer kitchen. So if it's winter, we can all go over there. We don't have to heat a big space. If it's summer and we don't have electricity, we can go over there and cook. I mean, we have the fire pit too, but you know, maybe you don't want to be out and outside or whatever, you know, and we've got the wood burning stove over here. So it's like a summer kitchen. I mean, it wasn't done that way on purpose, but that's the way it ended up. Mm -hmm. um, makes me feel like Heavenly Father was looking out for us somehow. So, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I like to give them credit for everything. Yeah. <laughs> All of those ideas hitting you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, any other fun things with um, the atonement before we close out for the night? <laughs> we didn't hit different. on that very much, did we? <laughs> <laughs> we got some good points in there. <laughs> That's the belief but, you got on. I always seem to, to side rail us <laughs> no, not at all, but <laughs> it's fun seeing where uh it takes us i'm, I'm <laughs> never would have thought that anybody's heard of tim mackie before but i found oh, another nerd <laughs> i love him he's amazing <laughs> i've done t lots of searches on you know if i'm studying something i'm like i want to hear his viewpoint uh, and it took me a while to find you know just the like his sermons and his diff because yeah. they're not they're older so yeah he does have something new that's on that he's they've created that is a part of a, it's a, it'll come up on Facebook new new studies that they're doing and I haven't followed that it don't seem as interesting to me it's geared different I like his original stuff yeah so yeah. since we're talking about that has anybody gone to see the chosen I want to yes. see I, I went Saturday I, I went Friday sorry Thank you yes i'm here it's amazing. really really good i oh want to go see it maybe tuesday i'll do so that tires so so good except for i went with my girlfriend that's like now who's this guy again now who's this guy again i'm like michelle <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
how do you know these people? And I'm like, you, you pay attention. <laughs> I'm working with this naturopath and he's got me doing high protein right now. Uh, so my hard thing is going to the movie theater and not having popcorn. <laughs> First thing I got when I walked through the door. <laughs> I love whenever we go out to the movies, like I would take the kids and I'd always set $20 aside to get popcorn and drinks. And um, we usually ended up sharing drinks and get one popcorn with the refills. And when Kurt and I go out, that's, he buys the tickets and I buy the, the food. Yeah. We used to get the big popcorn and then see, so you can ask them for bags. Yeah. For fill the little bags up for the kids and then go get it filled again. And yeah, yep. that's what we, we would always do. But it that show it is so I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but it is amazing. It is so so good. I can't wait for the rest of it to come out. It is amazing. Yeah. I so totally are they know. just premiering like the the first episode of the season there or first two? Okay. Yeah. First two episodes. I think it's just a way for them to um raise more money. Yeah. yeah. Keep you know producing. So. That's what I was yeah, which and I the mean, theater was full when I went. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine with me. I don't mind doing it right. that way. Yeah. Yeah, I felt good about you know paying and contributing to yeah. to the you know, donating to it. it. It was so so good, so so good. Well, good. Well, I need to well need worth to it. My Tuesday list of things to do. The yeah. little James part at the end was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> What good. did you think about the other, the three there, the Mary Magdala and the other gal, and then the other yeah, girl? Different, huh? Did you notice her name? Did, did I notice? No, I guess what? I didn't. They asked, or they were talking, and her name is Tamar. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did. I did. So that's, I went, oh, ooh, okay, now where's this going to go? Because specifically said, you know, Tamar, my traditions are different than yours. And yes, that's right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, where's this going now? Yeah. Well, uh, Cameron, do you have a, you probably don't have a movie theater, Malad. Not Malad. Um, Malta. Malta. Yeah, ours is in Burley, half hour away. Yeah. So that's not too bad, but it's not like you just run over real fast. Oh, yeah. I, I drove up to, to the my movie theater in 10 years. <laughs> Well, I, don't well, I guess that's me, my closest one. Well, I guess there's one in West Yellowstone, but everything's closed down this time of year, but I have to go to at least Rexburg, maybe I don't. So we're an hour and a half, half an hour. I, I still drove up to my friends that's in Brigham and I'm in Ogden. So, you know, I, I drove, we could have, we didn't meet halfway. We just went up, I just went up there and it's all good. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, I was just curious if anyone had seen it. I heard it was good. I don't know how much longer it's in theaters. I know I want to see it before it gets out. Okay. But yeah, so we will see if anybody's <laughs> coming on on Tuesday. But um, uh, if not, probably we'll... should have pick up what I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just repeating today on Tuesday? What was that? It's as with Tuesday repeat. Uh, yeah, so Tuesday at 5 o'clock and Tuesday at 8 o'clock. 
at Mountain Standard, we'll, we'll do the same thing. The, the Book of Mormon DNC versus of the Atonement. Okay, uh, thank there, you. Wasn't there one what Tuesday that we're not meeting? That's yeah, it. so the, the, the next one after that is uh, Avraham's Q&A. Okay. And it seemed like there was something else. Oh, um, what's his name? All of a sudden I'm blinking. Larry Ferris, the Latter-day Saints on Zoom. He did another one, and it's like December eleventh. Oh. I think. I'll yeah, it's December eleventh. Yeah, um, taking with... away the veil of unbelief. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and she's one of our our book club people. Uh, she doesn't come very often, but um. Who is? Um. Let me get the the email. Show you real quick. Um. Crap! Where did I put that? Oh, they yeah. still haven't sent out the stuff for Abraham yet, right? No, keep yeah. Open. I I think they said uh, the last time I talked to to them that they were going to send it out the day before. Oh, gotcha. Um, so Jamie Hepworth, and it is on December eleventh, seven p.m. Um, casting out unbelief. Uh, so a deep and practical workshop on casting out belief. So that one. Um, Not belief, unbelief. Yeah, unbelief. Sorry, <laughs> got reading too fast. <laughs> um, so December eleventh, seven p.m. Um, so it'll probably we'll probably just cancel uh, that night since most people head that way. Um, Abraham's was when is not. Yeah, so December sixth. So Tuesday, December sixth at seven p.m. Do we need to sign up for that? Not if you're already part of like. Uh, if you've been involved in in the book clubs at all or whatever, it'll they'll just automatically send you a a, a link to it, kind of a thing. But I don't think I've gotten anything yet. Yeah, they'll they'll probably send it out just the the day before or maybe the Sunday before. Okay. But if not, I'll I'll post that on Learning Zion as well so that you can. Okay. Well, they said I shouldn't, but <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I probably will. Cameron, Cameron's a rule keeper. We already know that about him. No, he just well, takes care most of, of you have attended the book clubs anyway, so yeah. it's all fair game, right? Yeah. Um, I'm just teasing you, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we'll see everyone okay. later. Have a great week. Good to <laughs> see you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks so much. Bye bye. bye, -bye.